Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Susha here on Room 104. Good evening. And now we're talking about something that I'm going to presume you might be afflicted with at some point, especially for kind of late night radio, which is sleep disorders. And to talk more about some of the more common ones, some of the more stranger ones that you might have been affected with uh, recently or at some stage in your life, we are delighted to welcome back on for you our resident medical professional, Dr. Jennifer Wider. Doc, how are things? I'm good, guys. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, yeah great. We're doing good. great. Getting a lot of sleep? <laughs> um, no. No. Not at all. Seriously, you've gotten worse than we, we slightly switched because for, for a while there, Doc, Seriously was the sleep kind of the professional Queen. sleeper here that would just sleep knock guru, it out of the yeah. park and I, I'd be up till four or five. Now, again, ever since I've deleted Call of Duty Warzone, I'm going to bed slightly <laughs> earlier and uh, not wired and not in a Call of Duty rage from being so so terribly bad at it so so that's kind of benefited me in in some ways but um sleep is this it's just a mythical beast that no a lot of people are just never able to properly tame i have noticed obviously my sleep pattern has changed dramatically because i'm starting to eat chocolate and have a cup of tea after the show which keeps me awake much longer but also i notice if i don't get to sleep by kind of half two or three then i'm just up the whole night something registers in my head where it's like okay it's the morning now you can just stay awake yes very common. And I think sometimes, you know, if you miss that sleep window, that is an important time to fall asleep. And the same thing is true even when you're, you know, raising small children. If you have a child that's very tired and they don't sleep, you can't put them to sleep. Then they become overtired and you never get them to sleep. The same thing is true with adults. We do have a sleep window where we we should fall asleep. Sometimes people who, you know, suffer from insomnia, which by the way is the most common sleep disorder among adults across the across the world, basically. More common in women than in men. But insomnia is difficulty falling asleep or early morning waking and not being able to go back to sleep. The problem is that people will experience anticipatory anxiety, right? So say you're trying to fall asleep. It's midnight. You look at the clock. It's 1220. Then it's 115. Then it becomes 145. And like you said, Sarah, if you get to like 245 and you're like, wow, like, you know, I have if you have to get up in the morning for a job or you have to get up for whatever reason, you get this anticipatory anxiety and people Hmm. have a difficult time falling asleep and then you're stuck watching the clock every five minutes it's like when you're going on holidays and you don't know it's a it's a stupid o'clock in the morning flight and you don't want to miss it so literally every two seconds you're like, oh my god what's going on there's nothing yes, worse exactly it's usually like a really big night out like a christmas night out or the radio awards and i will purposely try and go to bed early because i've got my tan done and i want my skin to be really fresh for the next day and like that you just keep looking at the clock and you're like it's 4 a.m for god's sake 
you know? It's true. I mean, this is such a universal thing that we all suffer from. And unfortunately, what we've seen in this pandemic with coronavirus circulating, cir- you know, circulating the globe is that a lot of people have suffered from all sorts of sleep disorders with insomnia being the most common. So high levels of stress, certain medications, people who have depression or anxiety, even if you have a big night out and get drunk or you drink too much alcohol, a lot of people will have a very easy time falling asleep, but then you snap awake at like four in the morning and it's very, very difficult to go back to sleep. So sometimes drinking alcohol can do that. You know, a prescription medication can do that to some people and definitely anxiety. The other issue, like Cormac was talking about playing video games and messing up that circadian mm-hmm. rhythm or your biological clock. That will do it too. So when, you know, teenagers or young adults were stuck at home because school was online, I saw this a lot in, you know, friends, families here where their kids would stay up playing video games and they would, you know, they wouldn't be tired till four in the morning and then they would sleep until one o'clock in the afternoon and shifted their entire clock, which can be, you know, it can be very much of a challenge to get yourself back together, especially if you have a night shift job, people that do the night shift, doctors that work overnight or nurses that work overnight, they've done studies in people like this. And it shows that it takes a really long time to reverse your clock and get back to a normal sleep wake schedule. Yeah. And we have there's a lot of people who listen to the show who will just literally start listening to the show right now because they're about to go and do an overnight shift. We've chatted to a few, you know, they'll be working in the factories or doing security or whatever it is that just start at nine or ten o'clock at night and finish up the next morning. I I always just wonder how difficult it is, especially on the weekends to kind of function normally with the rest of people at, you know, at a normal, for want of a better word, waking waking hour. Totally. I, I, I think it's uh, it's it's very hard. I think it's a challenge, especially if you have these overnight jobs. It can be really, really challenging. And I think people with overnight night shift jobs do not get the same quality of sleep if you were to have a normal sleep schedule. So there are, you know, there are health challenges involved. One of the other common sleep disorders that I wanted to mention was something called restless leg syndrome. So this is a sleep doc, disorder. Doc, I have this. I, 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 and can, can I just, am I going to make sure that uh, that when we're off that I'm sending this interview once once we're, you know, not live anymore to my other half because I have it. I've looked this up. She doesn't believe me. She doesn't even believe this is a real thing. Like I go to bed and I have to constantly <laughs> keep moving my leg and it does her head in. It's just whatever, like this nervous twitchiness, but I have to keep what? constantly moving legs. Can't stay still. I literally cannot stay still in bed at all. And I remember asleep. looking it up before. No, I'm not asleep. I mean, when I'm trying to sleep, I have to keep like moving my ankle and moving my leg and there's like this twitch or whatever. I have to keep doing it. It does her head in. Is it real I remember thing? Go- it's a real disorder. Thank you. And, and Thank you. Cormac, you're not alone, so definitely send this to her. About 10% of our worldwide population suffers from this. That's one in 10 people. It's not oh, uncommon. I am a victim. I am a victim. Okay, please explain. I don't know what you're talking about. It's okay, just, you, so, know, you know, when you're fidgety, like if you just yes. sit down and you can't sit still, one, you might have obviously had like 17 bottles of Coke and you just, you're, you're wired <laughs> anyway. But even if I don't, just normally I can't, I just can't. It's, it's just my legs. I can't keep them still without feeling this overwhelming, like, just have an urge to constantly move them this is exa- very this, quickly. You're basically saying the definition of this. What's, so, Sarah, this is funny. So it's it's not funny. It's serious if you have this because it can be very <laughs> disrupting for your partner or if you're trying to sleep yourself. There is an irresistible urge to move your limbs. And it can be, it's most commonly your legs, your ankles, your lower leg. It can be your arms also. It occurs when you're resting. So it's sometimes people get this when they're about to fall asleep or when 
when they get into that first stage of sleeping where they'll kick and they'll wake themselves up from kicking. But there are other, uh, there, there, uh, there's another aspect of this condition where you have this irresistible urge to move your limbs almost like a tick or an involuntary contraction, even though you're voluntarily doing it. It's this urge that you have that is only relieved if you move your leg. And so if you study people that have restless leg syndrome, people with this disorder can kick or move hundreds of times per night every single night. Crazy. What's interesting is you can relieve this by exercising regularly, okay? So what oh, they damn it, Doc. Them- You've lost me now. You were so <laughs> close, but unfortunately... <laughs> I know. You don't want to do this. I get it. But if you exercise regularly or if you even put in about 20 minutes of cardio exercise a day, you might find that this urge goes down. The other thing that doctors have found effective in treating restless leg is a reduction in caffeine and alcohol, especially in the hours before you go to sleep. And for for really serious cases, severe cases where people are totally disrupting their own sleep pattern, medication can be prescribed. But pregnant women can get this. There are medications that have that can cause this. So, you know, if you go and get treated at a doctor, that doctor will look at your medication history to see if they've added something to the medication regimen that may be triggering restless leg syndrome. But it isn't a joke. It can be really, really frustrating. And what's funny for me is that my husband snores. So not only does he have a beeper, like he has his, you know, beeper, like yeah. he's, uh, you know, like because he's a doctor, so he takes the emergency call. So he has his pager, which will go off, wake me up. And then, he's, then he goes back to sleep and starts snoring again and it took me 25 minutes to ignore his snoring and go to sleep as I stuff like you know earplugs in my (laughs) ear and play white noise in the background he gets beeped I'm up he falls back asleep starts snoring again and now he's starting to kick like he's playing soccer in the bed (laughs) so that's it you guys like whenever he's on call he's out I kick him out I'm gonna just say this now living alone is really nice Appealing to yourself, yeah. The um, <laughs> Doc, the funniest thing that ever happened to me with my restless leg syndrome was when the first time me and my mates went away, we were all staying in a hostel. We were all just drifting off to sleep, and there's like four or five of us in the one room, and they just hear this like kind of regular kind of uh, you know shuffling noise underneath the covers, and I'm wondering like they're staring around, kind of going, "Is someone like at themselves in the middle of the night here?" And they were convinced <laughs> that I was being a little bit weird and inappropriate, relieving myself under the quilts in a hustle but I was like oh no no that's my leg and they're like oh because they thought for ages that I was being an absolute disgusting pervert but no it's the rest of the leg it's a twitchy leg are you awake like are you aware you're doing it yeah no I'm I'm aware I'm doing it and if I try and stop doing it it's nearly worse and that's why I absolutely love staying in hotels because the end of the hotel bed is like a vacuum packed sheet so I just slide my feet under and the pressure on the feet then is like oh that's so good. I've right, never exactly. heard of this before. It's so yeah. strange. I think and I would definitely. Common, which is funny. Yeah, I'd divorce someone if they were like that. Like that would drive me insane. <laughs> no, it and, really and, would. And it, and it ruins your sleep, which is horrendous. If someone's ruining your sleep, because then you're angry at them. So then that anger doesn't allow you to go back to sleep. Yeah. That's how I am it, with my husband. Yeah. I'll put a clothespin <laughs> on his nose. <laughs> is it a form of anxiety though? For restless leg syndrome? Yeah. No. It's not actually. That's a very good question. It's not tied to an anxiety condition. Um, Damn, there I are I could have had a podcast then for a second. Psychoactive <laughs> medications that can cause it, but it's not an anxiety condition. It it really is this irresistible urge to move your leg, and it relieves that feeling. But then it comes back. I mean, I yeah. don't have so too much of like a problem a with it. It's just it's 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 her who has the problem with it. I'm fine. I'm like this is grand, but she obviously yeah, exactly. does her nothing. <laughs> Every man for himself in the bed. There you go. All right, we're gonna move into some ones that are a little bit stranger than these two. Okay, one of them is called sleep. Sleep 
terrors. So this is, if you've ever, ever slept, had a sleepover. I had a friend, by the way, who was, her parents were really, really like hardcore. She was a gymnast. And so mm. she was um, in fourth grade, like she was nine years old and she was having a lot of pressure from her parents to be this elite athlete. And when she would, whenever she would sleep over, she would wake up screaming, screaming at the top of her lungs, like to the point that my parents thought maybe she was abused. No joke. But she had this disorder called sleep terrors. It can be caused by stress, sleep deprivation, illness, or some medications. But per a person wakes up screaming. They have short bursts of violent movement during their sleep, and they're not fully awake. This is actually a sleep disorder. So it can be very difficult to calm people like this down because what they don't realize that they're doing this. So if you're trying to wake them up, they're still amidst the sleep terror episode. And it's not nightmares, by the way. It's not affiliated with a nightmare. Nightmares have an emotional narrative. Sleep terrors are just this notion of fear and danger where the person is screaming. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I know a guy who has got that, and I, that can be an awkward one for 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 like sleeping with somebody else as well because he, he can <laughs> he can lash out. And I think he, he's launched her out of the bed one or two times just from his. Yeah. Is movement so it's a real like can be a serious serious thing to do. It can be, and it can be tied to post traumatic stress disorder. So anyone who may be in the military or had a very severe stressful situation that they've been in or lived in, you can get sleep terrors. And the weird thing is that most people don't realize that they had this, you know, after you wake them up. So it's not like that dream where they can tell you what they were dreaming. Yeah. Um, it's just this very violent outburst due to fear and a feeling of danger, but no, you know, no picture, no like movie that goes along with it, like a like a nightmare. So that's that's definitely one that is less common, but definitely seen. One of the more common ones that I wanted to tell people, which is a sleep disorder, is something called teeth grinding or bruxism is the medical term. It's actually a sleep disorder where if stress and anxiety is affiliated, and a lot of people get this, where they're grinding their teeth at night, you get an inflammation of a joint in your jaw called the temporomandibular joint, where your temple meets your mandible, the upper jaw. Mm. So if you wake up ever with a sore jaw or you like feel that bone that's sort of parallel to your ear and it feels inflamed, you may be suffering from this teeth grinding. People can get headaches from it. You can get locked jaw, believe it or not, because that joint is so inflamed that you can like, you know, open your mouth to eat an apple or yell at somebody and your jaw gets stuck. A lot of people with locked jaw have this teeth grinding. It, it, it you know, just in the United States, I have the stats for the United States, about 45 million Americans suffer from this. It's definitely a global phenomenon and it's one of the more common side effects of stress and anxiety. I've heard of it. Yeah. I've heard of people getting it, but I've never actually come across anyone. Do you know, it's funny because in my medical school class, I tell you that 60% of the med school class had this and they all had like <laughs> like these uh, these jaw guards. I'm not even kidding, like a piece of plastic that's fitted into your mouth so you don't grind your teeth together. The, it actually stops your jaw at a certain point. So you're biting into like a, a plastic mold so yeah. you can't put your two teeth together. Wow. Two, two sets of teeth. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy. All right, listen to this. This is rare, but this is like really freaky. It's called Klein-Levin syndrome. So what is the longest you guys have ever slept, do you think? The two of you. Ooh. 12 hours? I would say I actually was doing a, uh, when I was teaching drama to kids, I did a show back to back and it just was, I think, maybe two days straight of not sleeping. And up. then I was going to Spain the next day, so I didn't sleep again, really, like very little. Oh. So when I got yes. to Spain, I, I think I slept for 13 hours. Yeah, that, that's common. That's a long stretch of sleep, but it's common. Cormac, what about you? Have I, you slept 13 I, I don't hours? Think, I, I don't think I have ever, like I've stayed in bed for a long, long time, but <laughs> being, being uh, asleep... I, 
I think maybe you only... stayed in bed with t- your restless leg. That's it, yeah. I couldn't go sleep. Come on, anytime now. And no, I'd say probably only 10 or 12 hours max, being like fully, fully asleep. Okay, so imagine if you needed 20 hours of sleep every day, right? This oh, is God. what this... this syndrome is. This is Klein-Levin syndrome. It's also known as sleeping beauty syndrome. It's a rare disorder. It more typically occurs in adolescent boys. Okay. So before, you know, a boy hits like, you know, during puberty, it's tied into hormones, but it doesn't have to be. There are girls that have this also, but it's more common in younger people. It can last, it it comes in episodes, right? I saw one of these on one of the news shows in the United States called 2020. They featured people that had Klein-Levin syndrome and sometimes it lasts a few days or a few weeks. And then your normal sleep behavior comes comes back. But people need 20 hours of sleep a day and you cannot wake people with Klein Levin. Like they will go right back to sleep. And it's, it's a real, like it's a real neurological disorder. And sometimes people have excessive food intake or they're disoriented or they're hallucinating. People can do, they can eat while they're sleeping, like sleep eating. I don't know if you ever saw these, (laughs) these, this is, uh, I'm diverging, but there's a a drug that people can take called Ambien. That's a sleep aid. It's a sleep medication for people that's that can take for insomnia. They had this sleep eating and sleep doing activities while you're sleeping and increase in those as a side effect of taking Ambien. So oh, hang on, hang on. I've like, heard of, of certain celebrities. Of that? Wasn't that what, wasn't that what Roxanne said she was on for days and one of the reasons why she, you know, what, what she yes. canceled for last year, she tweeted out something or said something yes. inappropriate and blamed Ambien. She was like, I was on Ambien yes. for a few days. My head was all over the place and I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Yes. A hundred percent. So that was Roseanne Barr. She was said all of these very offensive of things and then blamed it on Ambien, which is ridiculous, by the way. Like, <laughs> you know, Ambien can definitely disorient you without a doubt, yeah. but you're not going to like shout racist stuff on Ambien. Let's just not yeah, have um, Yeah, what side effect of Ambien do... might make you a racist. <laughs> it does, right, exactly. What you can do, though, is go into your kitchen and like literally binge food and not recognize that you're doing it because you're asleep eating. That's one thing that you can do. And another thing that you can do is get into your car while sleeping. Wow. You can actually actually get into your car and drive while you're sleeping. So those are two, you know, sleep disorders or parasomnias as they call them that can result as that can that can, you know, ensue as a result of taking Ambien. So um, what's what's the name of it again? Klein Klein Levin syndrome or sleeping Klein, beauty syndrome. Klein Levin syndrome. Just if I'm you're sure listening it was to this now, the two doctors that sounded it. Yeah, I'm just in case <laughs> someone is listening to this right now and you're looking for an excuse to constantly sleep in, whether your parents are trying to get you up or you're trying to go to work or trying to go to school. <laughs> they are like, syndrome. sorry, I have I have a Klein Levin sy- syndrome and I can't actually get up. So sorry about you now, but yeah, there we go. Exactly, it's exactly right. Now, is All there right, a condition the le- for yeah. um, people who sing in? their sleep so I was working in New York a few summers back <laughs> with a friend of mine and she used to just out of nowhere three in the morning start singing at the top of her lungs every single night I was terrified while sleeping yeah yeah so she wasn't so that would fall under a, uh, actually a sleep disorder right so she's shouting things out hers manifests as sleeping it may fall under sleep terrors or sleep walking because people can act things out or they can yell stuff or they can sing it's the first time I've heard of someone singing and it's so funny. You know, they become like Rihanna late at night, but yeah. it's like, uh, it's a real sleep disorder and other people who have different versions of it will yell things. They may sleepwalk. They may go downstairs and it can be very dangerous because people can fall down the stairs. You know, if you're operating a car while you're sleeping, obviously you can cause an accident. And there have been cases of those in the media where we've seen people get into car accidents and then blame being on Ambien. And who knows? That's the thing. 
You know, you may just use that as an excuse, like yeah. Roseanne. Yeah, the excuse for everything. Damn, ambient. Oh, I don't know. Right, exactly. exactly. I remember seeing uh, one of those kind of crime programs, those late night, scary, terrifying crime programs yes. on uh, whatever yes. TV it was. And there was one or two cases where people had, I remember two in particular, a man had woken up in a car covered in blood and uh, he drove oh, himself, he, he woke up terrified, covered in blood and drove himself to the nearest police station was like, I have no idea what I just happened. I just oh, woke up and I was in my car. Turns out like he'd murdered his parents. And then there was a, oh an, an, uh, and there was another one where a girl was having this dream that her parents were being attacked in the bedroom and she knew where the father had kept his gun. And so she was dreaming that she went and shot the attacker and saved her parents, but then, and then went back to bed. But it turns out there was no attacker and she had slept walk, grabbed the gun, shot her parents. She woke no, up again to the so police scary. in her house kind of going, do you know what happened? Because she was in bed, the parents were shot, and then it all turned out that that's Oh my happened. God, it's yeah. so scary. It's a very good, uh, it's a good narrative for a show. It'd be fine if it was fake, but real life, that's pretty um, yeah, exactly. crazy and terrifying. Yeah, don't go to sleep tonight, anyone. You might wind up doing Very something crazy scary. that you I know, can't really. uh, we're go- do. We're, yeah, we're all just, just listen. <laughs> if you go and if you are planning on doing something crazy, just stock up on the Ambien first, and then we'll be absolutely fine. Afterwards, just at least we'll have some sort of. So you have an excuse, right? There you go. We need to get our excuses in early. Well, listen, Doc. I'm sure we could kind of um, chat for a hell of a lot longer on these whole sleep issues, but unfortunately, we have to wrap it up there. Your Instagram and Twitter accounts for people who want to connect with you are. I'm at Doctor Wider D R W I D E R across Twitter. And Instagram. <laughs> Dr. Wider, live from New York. It's always a pleasure, and we will chat you again soon. Thanks, guys. Have a good rest of the week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.